Hello, everybody. Um, we're back with another episode. My name is uh, Alec the Friend. And this is Taryn. And welcome back. Welcome back, guys. We're it's been a while. It's been a minute. I don't know if anyone actually listens to this anymore, but but you will now. Um, I guess maybe just Molly and. I mean, if you're listening, then you're listening, right? So it's true. If you're hearing this, then you're listening. So if you're hearing this, then you are one of our listeners. So Molly, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> nice um, to tune in, Molly. But shout out, Molly. <laughs> shout out, Molly. Um, so yeah, it's it's been a while, mainly because first off, The Bachelor hasn't really been going on for a bit. <laughs> yeah, and we might have dropped the ball in that last episode. Um, or last, yeah, yeah. So we dropped the ball on the last episode of Colton's whatever, yeah, and all of Hannah's season so far. Yeah, um, we haven't really. I mean, to wrap it up, Colton got with the person, and that's it. Pretty that's much. yeah. And, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we we had a couple interviews that we actually had a we have a lot of interviews that we could release. Um, I just never got around to doing it. <laughs> Seemed like a lot of work, even though it's not, but. Um, yeah, so again, we haven't seen any of the new season, um, I guess except for the first episode. So we will, after we catch up on a couple, we'll make another podcast on that. But I guess right now we're just kind of, we're thinking, cause you know, we're not sure how long we'll be interested in making weekly, um, podcasts about the bachelor, bachelorette. Yeah. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll do like a little catch up every once in a while. Yeah, for sure. But we, we are just thinking, you know, if we want to stick with this long term, I guess, we probably need to have an idea that's maybe a little more sustainable. Um, just, a bit. just a bit. I don't know. So It's so it's such a repetitive show. It it is. And I think at a point our podcast is just gonna get repetitive. That's all we're talking about. Yeah. Um, I feel like in the end, like every episode is like, I hate this person, I like this person. Pretty much. Um, why and then we have someone on who disagrees with us and then we tell them that they're wrong yeah well because we're always right so of course (laughs) yeah um so yeah i don't know we're just kind of thinking trying this new thing out um i don't know we're just kind of kind of i guess go with this just this question we had just a couple questions we were thinking about see where it takes us um i don't know taryn what was a kind of the one you had in mind uh, you got it. You're gonna have to repeat it. I totally I'm gonna repeat it. Okay. It. No. So I mean, I guess. So I've been. I, I guess I can clue you guys into where I kind of got this idea. Please um, do. Thank you. Thank you. Remind course. me. Remind, remind you. <laughs> you and Molly. Um. So I started listening to more podcasts. I'm not really sure why. I just kind of started doing it. I mean, why not? You gotta support the local arts, right? Of course. I gotta. I gotta support our local. Um. Our local content creators. I mean, now we're content creators. We're 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 podcasters. So. I mean, the the content creator community is a very tight knit group. Yep. We're all really close. We know every podcaster, of course. Um, I have them on text. Yeah, I mean, we hit them all the time. We might get one of them on for a guest spot. <laughs> uh, this one actually is a podcast from over yonder, over the pond, actually. Um, so I started listening uh-huh. to this one. It's called Not Overthinking, um, and it's essentially, I mean. <laughs> It's kind of just two rich guys talking, but if you really huh. like what they talk about is kind of interesting. What kind of got me on this little new idea, I guess. I mean, at least we can relate to that. We're two rich guys. We're talking. two rich guys. Yeah. I yeah, mean, okay. you know, there's a couple of rich dudes. I mean, yeah. We dropped a lot of money today. So, I mean, <laughs> true. <laughs> are we in debt? Maybe, but Maybe. we can tell people we're rich. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, what they do is they just kind of like take an idea and they just kind of run with it, have these different questions. Just I get the way they kind of they start every podcast. They're like, um, this is a podcast about creativity, um, life, and the human condition is what they say. Hmm. So it's like that's kind of cool. I like I really like the intro. Um, it's cool and it's like oh wow. Like I feel like just with that intro, there's like they leave themselves open to go any different direction they want. Yeah, they're not really hold down into one one category, one idea. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how I guess I got on this. And um, one of the questions that they posed that I thought would be maybe interesting for us to talk about a little bit was just this idea about why, why and also how much of our behavior is, I guess, driven by status. And I guess when you really think about it, what is status? It's I guess it's more like how much of our behavior is driven by these extrinsic factors mm-hmm. and instead of these like intrinsic motivations. Um, I have some thoughts on that, but I guess I'd want to show with you, Taryn, what do you kind of like, where do you, I guess at least you personally, like where yeah. do you fall in like your behavior, you know, like extrinsic motivators and like intrinsic and yeah. stuff like that. Well, I mean, just to level with all the listeners, I uh, had to ask Alec before we started what the heck that means. So <laughs> if you don't mind giving another example for anybody and for myself again, what does it mean? Like, I mean, give an example of like status, like living a life for status. Yeah. So I guess kind of the idea um, from what I understand or from what at least my interpretation of it is, is that I guess to per se, I think, I think a good idea, a good example I heard would be, for instance, let's take like school. Like back when we were in school, um, you would say that like you're, a lot of what you did in school was like, it was all about getting good grades. Right. So it was like almost a status of being smart. Um, so it's these extrinsic motivators of getting good grades, doing well to get to a good college. And these are all extrinsic things and like status, essentially like the status of I went to an Ivy league school or I got straight A's I'm valedictorian or even, and I think the thing about school is you have that, but then there's also maybe the more, more obvious ones and maybe ones that most people strive to is just, I'd say being popular mm-hmm. and like the status right. of like being everybody likes them. I'm the cool guy or whatever kind yeah. of thing. And I guess, um, obviously I know like, at least for me in high school, like I'll, I feel like almost all of my behavior was driven by one or the other thing. Mm. Um, a lot of what I did in high school was like, Oh, like how will this, like, will the kids at school like me because I do this, like, will I come fall right. and stuff like that. Or like, will this, um, get me the good grades I want. Like, will this make people still think I'm smart or whatever, right. like by doing this and that or this and the other kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, yeah, that's, but obviously like, you know, I feel like why well, do you still have that? I mean, I will touch on this a little more in a second, but I do feel like I have changed since um, I guess my time in high school and how um, I, I guess it, you can really, I mean, we could even break this question more down to like what I, you personally, but just in general people, like, what do you think is like the bigger motivators? Is it like the intrinsic ones or the extrinsic ones? And just like, I guess the effects of focusing on one or the other kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I think it's, I think it's definitely a balance of like extrinsic and intrinsic, but I think it kind of, they kind of like, um, first of all, I think that like, uh, you know, the original question is why do we, live a life of status, right? Or why are or, we status seeking? Or yeah, or yeah, why are we status seeking? Right. So I think to answer that somewhat and then answer all the other things you're just asking, <sighs> um, that I think we do that now 
because that's tradition and that's kind of been what we've done. Like it, it's, it's different right now. Right. Like, so in this day or in our time now, um, and at least what we've gone through me and you yeah. is, you know, most of our life has been going to school. Yeah. So it's obvious that like, that is, that is something that we, um, that's a great example of status seeking where we, you know, we try to get good grades and, and then now where we're getting into the workforce, um, I mean, at least for me, I know you're still in school, but, uh, that's neither now, I'm, <laughs> now I'm seeking, you know, um, not, uh, I'm seeking, you know, I'm seeking, uh, approval from my, from my bosses that, you know, yeah. I did the work that needs to be done. I did the work. Um, I did it good. I didn't, you know, mess something up. Um, so that's still status seeking and I, but I think that that is similar to status seeking in, you know, a thousand years yeah, ago or no 2000 years ago, because it, it looked a lot different, but it was, I mean, in terms of like work, it was the same, but I mean, you know, there's situations where work wasn't always, you know, paid work, but you know, it was, it was forced on people, um, I don't know where I'm going with that, but, um, but like, you know, when you're growing up, say, and like, I mean, I don't know. I think it, it's that status seeking. That's not like a new thing. Like I, no, like it's if, not. if someone were to pose that question, I think that like, I think it's a, it's time, you know, it's age old. Um, and then. So, so I mean, I guess uh, what you're getting at is that like this idea of that, like we need to achieve and like, have these high statuses it's essentially i guess conditioned in us by just like yeah 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 and def- definitely i would say it's conditioned in us and i think sorry yeah like, like that's exactly what i was trying to get towards is that that comes from us uh kind of fighting not fighting but us i think probably in like instinctually wanting to be good like okay. versus, versus bad so like there's the there's a fight in every person uh, of good and good and evil. And I think instinctually, I think most people want to be good. Right. And so you'll get good grades or, you you know, you'll, you'll, you'll work to get good grades. You'll work to be a a popular kid. You'll work to get approval from your bosses. Um, And that's part of a fight that we think that those things are going to, that results in being a good person or being on the side of good versus evil. Um, I think it, I think it, it's kind of rooted in that, to be honest. Okay. Um, I guess, yeah, about that good and evil thing, this idea to like, I guess, want to be good. Um, thinking about that. Yeah. Like, I guess the idea of being good, I feel like in a way, at least just like right now, I'm kind of thinking like, do you feel like wanting to be good is almost just like this desire to, I guess, want to be liked and like for instance like if being bad was like what people did would we just have this desire to be bad instead because that's what everyone else was doing and that's what like is it because like we just have this moral compass that always is pointing toward good or is it because like everyone else like for instance like if you're nice other people they'll like you more so like that so do you think it's more just like a we want to be good or is it more like we want to maybe not stand out we want to get along with people we want to be liked do you, well, do you feel yeah. like it's, or do you think we just have this like innate, I guess, deep down desire yeah. to just do the right thing? Like, for instance, if we were all by ourselves, like if we knew nothing else, we grew up like 
on an island alone or whatever? Like, would we just always just naturally do the right thing, the good thing? Or do you think yeah. it's just because of the way we live in, like, just all that stuff? I mean, whether or not it's good for all or good for just yourself is, like, yeah. the big question, right? So, like, I think, yes, I think we all have our own little compass that is pointing us towards good. But I think it's nine times out of ten our own good, right? And even if it's that one out of ten, like, oh, that person's very empathetic. They, you know, it's kind of, you know, a lot of people say that that empathy, while it, you know, it's it's acting on others' behalf, it's it's actually going back to them. Like we're very we're very egotistical like beings where it's like everything, even if it doesn't look like it, it's a it's for ourselves, like yeah, you know, kind of thing. And so I think that, um, that yeah, like that that good. Uh, we we each have our own little compass that's pointing towards good, and I think the only people, and this is maybe like a a weird or random statement, or maybe something that is totally you know false, but like I think the only people that would have a compass that's pointing towards pointing towards bad, it would be like psychopaths, like bad for themselves, bad for others you know, bad for everybody. Okay. Like, I feel like that's, you know, maybe that's what births them kind of thing. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe that's why they're wrong, like, wrong in the head or whatever. I don't know. Okay. It's kind of a random statement, but no, but I get what you're going with that. But like, I mean, if you were, if you imagine if you had your, if your own, if your own personality was pointing you always in a bad direction, then you wouldn't be like, I mean, you would, I don't know. Well, yeah, and I, I think I think say. the thing I, I think you're trying to say, and it's like I think the thing is too. It's like the people. I guess at that point, it's like you're. We're not talking about like people like you and me and like being wired in those kind of ways. Like they're wired in a totally different way. Like right. there's certain like I know emotions and stuff that aren't being felt. So I get like why that would be it. But I want to harken back to kind of what you were saying about how like oh, even though they seem empathetic, like it's always like for themselves. Mm-hmm. And that was so like something I've a, a weird thing I've always been like thinking and like trying to consider and like thinking about like what like I was I always so I think kind of about that where it's like is there anything we do that actually isn't selfish like and I think everything we do is selfish I feel like I don't think there's anything we can do that's not selfish like I was thinking like oh when people like oh I give to the poor or whatever like that or like I give my time there but you do that because that makes you feel good Mm -hmm. or something like that and it's like so everything you do like is there anything you can do where it's like it is not selfish and i was like trying to think of an example of something that wouldn't be selfish but even if you are having physical pain for doing something you probably be doing like say, say you're doing something um you're like gave your life for someone yeah or whatever but still like you'd feel good that they could keep living right mm-hmm. so it's like in that way kind of what you were saying like can i don't know just I've like thought about this for a while. It's like, can we, is there actually such thing as an unselfish act? Like, is there such thing as like that? Cause I feel like everything in some way you can bring it back to it is being done because in some way you are getting some kind of joy or something out of it. I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. It's, that's kind of like a gray area, at least for me and my own thoughts, but like, it's hard to say that there isn't like that, 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 I don't want to think that there's like, uh, um, like selfless acts are impossible because like self 
selfless selflessness is a good thing, right? Yeah. If you're for others and you know, just out of the goodness of your heart. But but like I think that I think yeah, I, I think everybody's everybody's selfish for sure. But is everybody a hundred percent selfish? I don't I hope not. I I don't think so, but it's hard not hard to argue that yeah, cause, we're not. Because I think it's like while we're like, oh, that was such a selfless act. Yeah. Oh, what what a selfless person. But it's like they're not selfish in the traditional way of like me, me, me. But it's like yeah. the thing they are doing is in some way on some level being done because it gives them some kind of joy. Right. Yeah. Like if I donated – if I was like a, a, billion, a millionaire and I donated all my money to charity, I'd feel really good that my money was helping them. No, yeah. I yeah. feel good. Now, yes, it's helping them, and it is helping others, and others no, are benefiting yeah, from. But I, yeah, I am feeling yeah. good because of that. Yeah. I and I like that feeling, and that's like people like say like, oh, there's nothing better than like that feeling. But it's mm-hmm. like so, you're, in a way, you're saying like, oh, you, that's not what they're saying. But like because of that, feel, you're getting like a good feeling inside you for doing this thing. So it's like I don't know. It's just I can't think of a. I like try to think of like ways to be like. What's well, like a situation where you could have like something done and a, like it in no way, not even in feeling benefits you, but it benefits someone else. And I just can't think of something like at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything. I it's, I mean, just off the top of my head. Yeah. I mean, maybe yeah, if I can, thought about it yeah. a little bit, but get back to me on that one. If you think, <laughs> yeah, maybe there. I will. But yeah, but no, I think that's, hmm. yeah, the, the kind of, yeah, I guess the, I guess even I mean, I don't even know how we got back to this tangent or ever, but um, can I guess like moving back a little bit, taking that to, um, I guess the idea of status seeking and stuff like mm-hmm. that and just how it's like, I guess in a way, status seeking is, I mean, could you just honestly boil status seeking down to like affirmation almost? Like, could you just say like the desire to seek status and to gain status and stuff is to be to affirm rather either personally affirm yourself or like other people affirm yourself. Like, do you think that could be kind of cause another way? Of I think it, I mean, I think, yeah, status seeking is affirming good or bad, right? Yeah. It's, it's like the, it's the status seeking is letting you see how you're tilting the scales. Like is, are you more in favor of good? Or are you more in favor of bad? And then, you know, if you get, if you get a reading on it, then you go from there kind of thing. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, Because the original question is what what is status seeking or or I guess the original question what does it do for us? Is like why why do we have this desire to because whether we want to or not everybody to some degree has this desire have at least at some point had the desire to status seek. I think we can we can say that pretty much everyone has had that ability or I mean that desire yeah. on at least some level to some extent. And obviously there are some who have it to like far more, far less. But so I, I guess I guess let me see if I can kind of like wrap my head around like what we're, what you're saying and what I'm saying is like I guess the idea of like status seeking and like the reasons behind that I guess what we're saying right now is because we want to, I guess, like be 
because I feel like we've kind of gone a couple different directions here with this, but like, would you say it's like to be almost affirmed or, um, I don't know, like, I guess, we'll, how would, how would you say like what we've said? Like, cause I guess what I mean from this is like, it's to be, to be affirmed almost like it's more of a, I mean, honestly, I think like, I know for certain that like, like people use, right. I mean, people use their grades to determine whether they're a good person or not. And that's terrible because you're, you're more, you're, you're, you're defined more than by the, you know, the grades that you get or the, yeah. the quality of work that you do. But so I think, I think that that, but I think that that shows that we use status seeking. Um, why we have status seeking is to, um, to determine like if we're a good person or not. I don't know if that's how it should be used, but I, I think that's how people are using it. And I think, yeah, too, I, th- I think a big reason, too, is also, I mean, there is, like, that's just the way the world works kind of thing, too. It's like, yeah, yeah. you don't, like, to be able to get into certain careers or professions or do certain things or um, essentially the gatekeepers, I guess, have said, because, um, I mean, think about it. Like, people can't just sit there and, like, let me get to know who you are as a person to figure all this about you. And I can decide if you're good for this career or not. Like, that would take forever with how many. And I think yeah. that's, like, a the way um, we've come to say, hey, you know what, what's like a quick look, this is what it is. And then obviously there's interviews, but like interviews you can only get so much out of a person from in like yeah. one or two sittings. So you need something else, I guess, like essentially be like the the weed out almost. Yeah. And it's like, sure, we'll go and interview and then we'll figure out more about you then. But like to get to this point, you need to have this, that, and the other. Um, and I think maybe that, I think that's to an extent why it is so important to have, I guess in this aspect, you know, I guess we're really, I guess we're really focused on more like, I guess the grades and stuff like that and the popular, but I think that's fine. But um, yeah, I would say, I guess in the end, it's like, you need to have these things to just like, just like, for instance, like people may say, I don't want to have to care about money, but the way the world works is you need money to do things. If you want to do stuff, if you want to do anything, you need to have money kind of thing. Yeah. Just like this, like to be successful, to, I mean, essentially to get money to do things, Yeah, you need to have these statuses or these achievements um, of good grades, um, hard work, um, shown on like, for instance, a transcript or some kind of standardized test mm-hmm. or something. So, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's kind of like where I'm trying to go with that is that it's just... I guess yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Is that is that kind of like what? Yeah, that's what, what you I, say. That's what I was trying to piece together to piece unsuccessfully. Together. Successfully. Half half wit, half wittingly. You know, trying to piece that together. Okay, and then I guess I want to real quick um, harken back to one more thing we kind of like talked about earlier, what? and just about I guess the um, I guess the motivating factors for people and stuff like that, and like uh-huh. so a lot, we've been talking a lot about the extrinsic factors and stuff like that. Right. Um, and I guess I want to talk more about like what what is hmm, I don't want to phrase this. What would you say is I guess I don't want I guess between extrinsic and intrinsic motivators yeah. factors. Um, would you say in general that people are more often motivated by extrinsic? Um, it's weird when you like say a word so oh, much, like it doesn't sound so real extrinsic anymore. Extrinsic or intrinsic. Extrinsic or intrinsic. And then also, I guess just, um, yeah, I mean, just to start with that, like, do you? 
Um, I mean, I don't know if I, I definitely can't answer for like, you know, the globe or all of humankind, but, uh, I guess maybe just like in your experiences from what you've seen from people and mm, stuff like that. Extrinsic. I, the, extrinsic. The world is very materialistic. Yeah. Materialist, materialism isn't like extrinsic. Ex, See, it's a weird word. Uh, ex, yeah. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Or, I mean, you know, there's probably in, intrinsically, it's like you have some part of your your being that's like, oh, I want that thing. So, like, yeah. like I think materialism also connects with the intrinsic values, but I think for the most part, that's extrinsic because it's all about appearance and it's all about do you have stuff? Do you have, and, you know, and that, that stuff gives you value. And so I think, I think for the most part, people are more, more motivated by their extrinsic. They're, they have more extrinsic motivators. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Like I the think. materialism yeah, and stuff. And I, I, th- I would probably, I would definitely agree with you there. Um, I do think while we, more often than not tend to go for the extrinsic ones. I think in the, obviously in the long run, but I think in general, the stronger, okay, I guess, I guess here's, I'll relate this to um, something we were talking about before. Uh, so we were talking about um, this one theory that I had heard called the measure theory. And the idea was that, that we do these things, that everything we do in life has either, there's a, there's a measurement of magnitude or measure to it. So for instance, if I ate a meal at a, a three-star, a Michelin three-star restaurant, that would be very high magnitude because in that moment, I get a very high short-term yeah. benefit. But that's a low measure. After I eat the food, I can't do anything with it anymore. I digest it, you know, let it do its whole thing, get out of my system, and that's it. Like right. there's nothing else you can do with the that. way the body works, the right? way the body works. Exactly. There is no, so that's a high magnitude, low measure thing. But for instance, you could say something like, and what I heard when they were talking about this, they, they used a kitchen bin for, as an example. So, um, essentially something that in your kitchen where you hold a lot of utensils or whatever, you want something sturdy that has like good compartments and is like easy to use and easy to navigate. Now, obviously like when you first, like when you use it, you're not like, Oh wow. Like that felt so good using that. Like when you eat a meal, you're like, wow, that tastes really good. Like you can, it's not like a high it's a low magnitude thing but it has high measure because i love kitchen bins so i don't know you're okay apology so for most i get excited about kitchen most people don't get as excited as taryn does right but it is something where it's like it's something you're using a lot and it has like constant value and consistent value where it'd be something that is high measure but low magnitude um so i guess kind of like my i guess the reason i went down this path was to say i guess I would I would look at extrinsic factors as high magnitude because like oh wow like I get a pay raise um, I get I don't know MD at the end of my name I get A plus I have yeah. this degree I have a master's a doctor you know this thing but you know this thing that I'm like working for like oh I want to get this this there that these are the extrinsic but for, but I feel that um, now while some of those are a little longer term than maybe just eating a meal um, but I do think that then you could take the intrinsic motivators and those would be measures. So it would be something like I'm doing this because for instance, I want to honor my family or I'm doing this because I just want to improve myself as a person or something like that. Or like I'm doing this because I want to make an impact in my field of choice or whatever. I want to make a difference here or whatever I want to, but it's like this intrinsic thing where, it, where I feel like essentially when you're motivated by intrinsic things, it's 
more sustainable, I guess. Mm. Is I guess I guess that whole long spiel and measure theory um, summary mm. was to get that when I when I look at the two, I think of extrinsic as more of a measure. Extrinsic is more of a well, I guess extrinsic is more of a low measure, high magnitude item, right. and intrinsic as right. a low magnitude, high measure kind of um, motivator. Wait, did you get that backwards? No, no. Measure would be like um, it's worth a lot, but um, because it's low magnitude, it's you're not getting a lot in each individual moment. It's kind of like when you look back and add it up. Like uh, another example, yeah, yeah. I think another good example would be like saying like playing the piano, like. If you practice the piano today, it's, you know what I'm saying? You, you pick it up right now. It's not, you, you, there wouldn't be a big, like, wow, like kind of moment. Like you wouldn't feel a lot right then. But if you practice the piano, piano every day for 10 minutes for three years, and then you look at, you look at where you've come and you look at what right. has gotten you, that has gotten you to it. Like, because it's a high measure thing, overall repeated, um, repeated use of it comes out to something that means a lot more than say, just going out and buying, like, I don't know, maybe. A brand new sports car, something like that, uh, for instance. Yeah. In my idea. And like that's I guess how I would look at like relate that to like extrinsic intrinsic Makes factors sense. in a way. Yeah. But yeah. Hmm. Well a tiny brain over here. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. Kill that's me. that's our I guess that's our food for thought. Um that's our <laughs> tiny brain thoughts, right? Tiny here. brain thoughts here. Maybe we'll call this we podcast got big, tiny brains. <laughs> big, we got big brain, tiny brain over here. Big brain, tiny brain. Um so big brain, tiny brain. I'll, I'll add the I'll I'll add all the tiny brain thoughts. <laughs> Alec can add all the big metaphysical thoughts. I'll add the the slightly less tiny thoughts. The psych. Um, but well, yeah, I guess that's you're, a. You're calling my brain smaller. I, I see that. I see dig dig. Yeah. Um. So. Um. Okay. So. I feel like we usually, at least when we entered our other podcast. We tend to, and it's hard because figuring out how to do it, but we do kind of trail off. <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe if like we have like some kind of like ending segment we do, yeah, or something like that. I, that's all the podcasts like I listen to. They have all that like ending segment. Yeah, like an yeah. like it's it's the end of the show, so they have something to do, and you know sometimes those can take twenty to thirty minutes themselves. True. But, you know, it could also be like five to ten minutes. I guess let's here, here, here's an idea. This is just spitballing right now. It might not even be the same thing next time. Sing a song. Sing a song. Yeah. So <laughs> that's definitely not. What oh I'm no. Thinking. Okay. <laughs> so I was thinking maybe um, before this we were uh, looking up different questions, things that kind of like get us thinking about different things and stuff. Uh, but um, a lot of the ones we got that um, we ran across were ones that are kind of like you can talk about for a little bit, but they're kind of like more just like food for thought kind of questions. Mm. So I thought maybe we like end with one of those kind of thing. Maybe have a little talk about or just kind of end mm. with that. So I guess the one, um, one of the ones you said, um, I don't remember exactly the wording of the question, but it was if you were on, if you were to like be stranded on a desert island, what are the five things you would bring? Oh, yeah. um, put me on the spot. Yeah, put me on the spot. Give me a here. little time, Alex. Um, maybe maybe Friend. not just the five things. Maybe we could do. Maybe we want to, because I feel like that is it's very open ended, and maybe I want to have this not so open ended, especially because it's the end segment. We don't want to be here for another thirty minutes after we've talked right, about our right. thing. So maybe if we say more like, um, what are okay? Here, here, here we go. Here we go. What are the three most 
influential. Uh, nope. I, I feel like we're too young to know any really influential books uh, yeah, in our lives. I'm a child. I was gonna go something with books, but I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I read enough to have Harry like Potter, three, Sorcerer's Stone, one, two, and three. Yeah. Um, I, I guess here we go. If if you were to be on a desert island and you were left with five movies, there we go. We'll do that. Okay. We'll okay. do five movies. What what are they? Mm. All right. Well, we'll let's, we got to go off of each other. Okay. Uh, okay. Number one movie for me, Brother Where Art Thou. Brother Where Art Thou. George okay. Clooney. That's the a gang, good one. My favorite movie of all time. Really good. Really good choice. Yep. Um, let me go next. Yeah. What's your first? Okay. Um, it doesn't have to be in order. Just whatever. Yeah, because I mean, like, it's five. It doesn't matter which yeah. order it's in. Um, for me. I would okay. This is like maybe this is just recency bias here, but I think I would choose Spider Man into the Spider Verse as one of mine. Oh, um, okay. yeah, it was really good. I haven't seen it yet. I've only seen it once. What? So bold. Yes, bold claim. I guess it's rewatchable at least one more time. Right? At least it better be if I'm living with it. Um, Ooh. so I guess that's one of mine. Okay, I'll go back to you. Uh, let's see here. Um, so big Wes Anderson fan. And I think my favorite of his movies is Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom. Yes. That's, okay. that's my next movie. So that's the next one. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am a Wes Anderson supporter, but gotta admit, I've only seen like two of his movies. <laughs> so his don't make any of my list, oh. but, um, yeah, no, I thought I was going to be gotta there. support him. Um, I'd say for me, um, I don't know why I didn't think of this one first, but The Dark Knight, I think, is I was one. almost about to say that. Too. I would put on there. That's an easy second choice. Oh, shoot. I mean, you can put it on there, too. No. Just know I said it first. But no, well, still put it if on we're there. on the same desert island, then it's a waste of space. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, man, I don't know. This is going to be hard to say because if I take one then i have to take three but and then that takes up all your and then that takes the rest of my space but i don't want to do all of them so i'll just say the return of the king lord of the rings yeah, so you, you can the, remember the others they're you saw them once like you can remember yeah I, I can remember yeah. the yeah that first two so it's the first okay. two okay so lord of the rings yep um the next one for me i'm thinking it actually might be I have to say probably, ugh, no, or that one. I'm having a toss-up here between, no, I'm just going to choose Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven is going to be 11. the next one I put on my list. I didn't know you liked the, it that much. Oh, yeah, the Brad Pitt, George Clooney version, not the, while well, he is great, not the Sinatra version. Oh, right. Yeah, because I was confused. Okay, okay. Well, now I'm drawing a blank finally. <sighs> hmm. What is it? I don't know. Do you have your other yeah, two? Yeah, I, I have another one or two. Um, the next one I would put, and again, unfortunately there are not enough spots. If there was, I would have just done all, all eight of these. There's not enough spots. We said five movies, not eight. So right. I have to choose one. What's it going to be? Um, oh, okay. Now and I, I kind of want to say Goblet of Fire. For Harry Potter. Eh. But I also really like the last one, Deathly Hallows Part 2. Um, yeah. 
That's a very good one. Think. Mm, actually, hold on a second. I'm coming out of left field here. I'm actually going to say for my next one, it's going to be Aladdin. Whoa. Yeah, I kind of. Disney, like, original. Oh, Aladdin yeah, no, not, not the not Will the Smith, Will Smith version. version? Oh. As great as it may be. Have you, oh, yeah. I haven't seen it out. Is know. it even out? It's out, yeah. We should go see it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, me either. I'd rather just watch the cartoon. Oh, you know what? I'm a huge horror fan. Um, hor- horror, not the other word that it might have sounded like I said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm a huge horror fan, and it's kind of hard nail- to nail down like a like really good horror movie that you could rewatch. Oh, yeah. But most rewatchable horror movie for me, it Invitation Home. No! <laughs> oh my gosh! Nope. I think Molly would die if we watch that again. So, it Stephen it's, King, the f- newer one. The newer one. The old, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I. I've never seen the older one. But no, that's a, that's a good choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the problem with horror movies, um, is they progressively come far less scary the more you watch it. I think so. But there's, I mean, the cast is it's the cast no, in that movie is amazing. It's and a good one. I've rewatched it, and it's like even if it doesn't scare me as much as the first time, it's like funny. It's, it is. It's a little bit like like there's some action in it. Yeah. It's just like there's a good excitement. old movie. It's good, a good old movie. like whatever you know, eighties movie it is. Yeah. I don't know what era. Yeah, I think it's eighties, seventies, somewhere yeah. out there. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So let me see. Tying out my list then. Um, man, the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, wow, there's all these movies that I kind of want to like, throw in there, but like, I only have one spot left. Yeah. I don't know if – the hard thing is I don't know if I can bring myself to bring one Harry Potter movie if I can't bring them all. And I can't mm-hmm. because I only have five spots anyways. So I think I'm going to tie this out. I think I need an action movie to really just – cement my palettes so i'm going to go with definitely maybe actually it's not an action film that's a rom-com wait i was um, like i was like mm, no so <laughs> i guess i changed my mind i guess i don't need an action movie to tie it out you take a that's brian reynolds right ryan reynolds Damn, that's a good one though definitely maybe i think yep that's, that's good I'll stand by that for now. Um, I just want to say my honorable mention, Perks of Being a Wallflower, honorable okay. mention. Okay, yeah. But Dang. I chose definitely maybe, and that's what I'm sticking with. Okay. And those are my five. Well, um, it's going to make my next choice seem pretty shallow. <laughs> uh, I think – American And maybe – yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, high school music. No. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm in a crunch, but I really, uh, first of all, I'm a sucker for like the music in a movie. So mm-hmm. like musical scores and stuff like that, especially if like people write music just for the movie. Yeah. I love that. And my favorite song that's come out of like the James Bond movies is uh, Skyfall by Adele. That's so I'm going to have to go with Skyfall. That's, I mean, it's a good movie too. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's really good. The cinematography is great. So <laughs> to use a nice, that. a nice high, uh, a high measure word there. High measure. Cinematography. Cinematography. And yeah, it's a good movie. I love Daniel Craig. So. He's good in that. 
Well, I think that that ties it up. Um, hopefully next time we're more concise with our uh, final ending and stuff like that. But, you know, it's the first one. Yeah. Hopefully and- Alec gives me some, you know, head – a little advance warning, you know. Yeah, instead of just like on the spot. Maybe my movies could have been less shallow. I'm sorry. But maybe maybe it's good to have it on the spot. It's kind of exciting too to be really off the cuff. Ugh. We'll see what we'll I do guess. there. I guess. We'll see. We'll feel it out. Um, but yeah, I guess that's our new podcast style. I don't know. Um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Who knows? Maybe this is a one-off or maybe this is the new thing. Maybe we're a one-hit wonder. Yeah, I mean <laughs> – Looking at our our listening count, um, we we definitely seem like a one hit wonder, but and our one hit wasn't very high, anyways. That was like two hits, right? Right? Yeah, two yeah, hits. Two hit. We're two that's good wonders. enough. Um, but yeah, I guess that's all I really have to say. Um, I don't know. Do you have any other parting words you want to leave the listeners with? I don't think so. Let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know. Um, text us, email us, text send us, us hate letters. I don't yeah, know. um, preferably through the mail. Um, yeah. But yeah, and if you guys have like any suggestions, any advice, questions, um, questions, that we can talk about. We could. Um, we probably won't <laughs> we listen. can talk about, and then we can just like get the wrong answer, and you can <laughs> just be mad at us. Yeah, know? but you know, at what's least better than that, right? Nothing. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, you can give us. What's advice better to- than butchering everything that you wanted us to talk about? Um, I don't. I can't think of anything better. I can't think of anything better. Yeah. And yeah, if you guys give us advice, um. We'll read it. We won't listen to it at all. We'll definitely still do whatever we're going to do. But, hey, don't hesitate I'll, to give us advice. I'll live anyways. my life opposite of what you tell me Yeah, to. so maybe we'll use the word uh, psychology dang, I there. I said that because then you're going to oh, – yeah. uh, We'll be thinking too hard about that now. <laughs> but – um, 40 thought way too hard today. <laughs> so, yeah, that's – I guess that's it for our episode. Um, thank you all for tuning in to uh, this new this new Tanner and Friend format. As always um, – my name is Alec. I'm the friend. This is Taryn. As Taryn. <laughs> As Taryn. Um, <laughs> sign off, and we'll see you guys probably next week. Whoop. Goodbye.